Good afternoon, Seattle. Good afternoon to all the people out there. Good afternoon to Los Angeles. Good afternoon to my friends in the Midwest. The Little Saigon Report, in cooperation with Dr. Ruth Huberington and Mr. Ken Hayes of the Intebulon Institute of, of Patagonia, utilizing the divining techniques of witches from planets and other spaceships and other spaceships that are planets. We have discovered the ancient writings of, well, not ancient, really quite recent, rediscovered prison-style lectures of Charles Manson, you know? Helter-skelter of Manson fame. And so, yeah, we have these lectures that Charles gave in prison to other prisoners to teach them the wisdom he discovered living in California, living out west, living where the sun rises, living where the sun sets. California dreaming, right? Laurel Canyon Nightmare, CIA and drug cocktails, recruitment parties for Langley, that's where Charlie Manson learned his techniques of love and science, from the Beatles and from the Beach Boys from the singers and from the whiskey bars, from the places you find along the old California highway where the gunfighters and the motorcycles and the various gangs hold out hope for something. We all yearn for adventure. But why? Why do we yearn for the high seas? Why do we want to travel on a pirate ship like we're Johnny Depp? Why do we want to be like Johnny Depp on a pirate ship? You know, if only I could get that right. <laughs> Why do we want to be like Johnny Depp traveling through space?
These lectures were discovered hidden in a crack in a wall of a prison someplace. Maybe it was a prison of your own deceit. Maybe it was a prison you created by lying and cheating and punching and stealing. Maybe it was a prison constructed of your fears, your beers, your tears, the trenches of Glumpington that you dug between yourself and your friends. But I digress. The next lecture in the series of transcribed lectures of Charles Manson that were given between roughly October 1997 and late 1999. The next in the series, Lecture 3, given on November the 6th, 1997. The title of Lecture 3 by Charlie Manson is Finding Bliss. And I'm just sipping on some herbal tea, if you know. The other you... I was the crooked spider, you were my starling. My soul spirit self was born in Missouri. I just had to find it, buried under a dead Indian. It was buried there, it'd been there a while. I engozzled with the wenches of Ert and met the high priest. He gave me aerosol to clean out my hearing and a torch to light my way to the next casino mattress love affair. And you were too busy to keep time and I was too ready to carve out carve out your cold dead heart bliss. Bliss was a rainbow. Bliss was a rainbow in the sky when I was twelve. Staring bleakly into the cop's eyes as he set fire to my home and lit up my mom and burned my brothers and sisters with his heroin handshake. <laughs> Bliss was the curl snake hiding in the bush. Bliss was the curl snake hiding in the bush, not far from the old lady that you steal social security checks from. Bliss keeps her mitts sharp, and her eyes are like frog glass when the springtime monkey wind is burning and the crabs are itching. The other love space is always hollow and empty. Your kindling spirit is the gale walk to the cloudy franchise and you can sell your Tupperware to the old crones that live out their days in darkness. 
Your fires kept close, like a Zippo lighter raid in Nam when you set fire to the village and watched as the families ran out of their homes in flames. as the families ran out of their homes in flames. The other is a bliss thief, and your joy is a fire you have to protect. You have to be like Radon Chong or some animal beast in the forest primeval that tries to wash herself by the stream but is rudely interrupted. The other can be managed if you set expectations of joy. Energy zones. Your voice is just a, a soul a soul nuzzle. Your knife is still sharp, mistress of flowers. Let the knife speak for you. Your voice obscures the compass of steel, and your own ears are covered in turd grease. That's where the soul grease lives, in the smingus hole. The grains are pure tree power. The wheat particles that build up in your sphincter translate to holographic love powers. Too much of this new porridge will dilute the corduroy cowboys and bend the spirit of Chief Plow. So poke the candles and light the hawk and burn the salad. When your heart yearns for squeebus, but your mind is tart and dry. Jetstream. We were space riders taking our turns at the wheel, staking claim to asteroid caves and old woolly taverns along the wharf. The sailors would part their hair with a piss battle. And the harbor seals would wail in the night, screaming out their terrible desires. I could look for hot young flesh down by the water and scream out my pain into her forgotten warehouse. But the bed is rusty and the pillow soaked in blood. The new way is poison to the demon's eye. 
His gaze is lost in amazement as the sallow henchmen take their turns at playing Dandy McGee. The poison that fills the air is is the mint and the syrup and the pancakes and the eggs and bacon and the cops will grab a bottle of rye and beat you over the head until you die. But the carrot masons, but the carrot masons will carve stone glyphs and sacred nuns will wash in the waters of torment. Happiness is a warm fun. I once said that the Beatles had it all, but were not happy. They had money and fame and hookers and cocaine and wives and children and lands and kings, but they were just things, creepy crawlers moving over the land. Looking for offal, pooping where they stand. They were smug and vibrant as they fab five their way between here and Venus. That's right, they traveled the Venus. all the way to Venus. But the Beach Boys, the Beach Boys would wrangle that cobweb dream and the birds would sing, sing, sing as the old ship rocked and the plane exploded. They took turns at me as I was staked out and looking for a way out. Paul's eyes were lusty and greedy, and he shoved two rocks in my bum. John couldn't look away as Ringo tossed me in the fire and laughed as I rolled on the ground. They threw rocks at me and yelled, Old Charlie thinks he's a hippie. Old Charlie thinks he's a hippie. This is very sad. And all I could do is breathe rage at them. But this was warm and complete. Torrid news. Chemicals can clean your toilet. But they will leave a ring around the collar. And that old sheriff will holler as you bleed out in the cell. They will cave in your skull and plant a seed of doubt and watch as you writhe and laugh at your dead fathers. The locals will carry your body to the dump and there they will toss gasoline and poop and dead animals and rotten fruit upon you and then set your body alight and watch as the fat and the grizzle glow red into the morning hours. 
Can you see the sky gel? Don't take my oils. Don't take my oil, she muttered as I left her apartment. Don't take my sacred greases, he yelled as the whores of Dallas left ammo and rifles for that one-shot pony to take down the man. The gun was shot to split time into two parts, A, a time of matter, and B, a time of spirit. The pieces of the skull litter the streets of this regret. Time was split by sky gel and the white milky stuff that covers all red light district doorknobs as the Johns walk back from their meager romance. Healing the stone. The stoner kills time watching the fly eat the apple. The dark stone is picked up or does it pick itself up and fling itself at the cop's head. As the head case splits in two, do you see the unraveling of pain? You can be free of pain grease, but only if the stone is thrown. The stone heals the wretched heart as sparks fly and eagles sing old ditties in the night. They will form posses and hunt your kinfolk as they run for Mexico and snort cocaine. The stone will bring a light of special funky wizardry that lets you be a sky angel and carry pixie dust hand grenades and apple pie machetes and this will be done in one night where was bliss Where was Bliss? She ran from me, her Charlie. Out of, out of apprehension, out of apprehension. Out of apprehension and inner sadness, her body was an accumulation of insults from this life. She would say, Charlie, why can't we have tacos? And I'd say, baby, you are the taco. And I'd smile, and she'd laugh, sometimes. 
Sometimes she'd laugh. Bliss runs naked in the dark looking for her last rusty needle of horse. She stakes out her terrain, her base, her land as an honor to Helen and the other gods of failed epics. When her flame went out, she sought the honor of temple gallows and old misers with spear-shaped beaks. You can find her out there still, monkey cowboy. You can seek her in the dark wallows of the inner realm of the Wetzel lot, but you could also travel by space to a nearby planet, buddy. You can find her out there still. She could be on the moon. She could be traveling with Elon Musk in a rocket shape called Love, ship called Love, but let's return to the lecture. She runs in the dark, presenting happiness like a toy gun filled with tomato sauce. You can have the gun, but you have to bring the new life understanding or staining or standing. I don't care that that's a spelling error. Only then can you find your bliss. So this was, you know, with some modification from transcription, based upon spiritual intersection and overlap. You can call it the quasi-Venn diagram, the Venn diagram of the here and the now. But yeah, this was a lecture by Charles Manson. A lecture given in prison to other slaves. Prisoners of their own mind. Prisoners of their own demons. This was a lecture, lecture number three in the series of transcribed lectures that Charles Manson gave in prison back in, you know, the late 90s. This was lecture number three, Finding Bliss. Find your bliss. I hope you did.